It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com. This is Cook and Cass's for IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. It's pre Woodlara. What time is it? 4.34. You're here early, Sammy. I'm here on business, Coogan. Not here on leisure today. Um, you know, I've got a couple of corners to work today. You know what I mean? Maybe pass on my experience, my know how to the younger generation. You've got a lot of uh, things to um, pass on, shall we say, to that generation. Sonny, uh, by the time this goes out, it will probably be Sunday, so I will ask your opinion about Wood and Lara, first of all. Um, great main event here in uh, Nottingham. Yeah, fantastic. Uh, one I said, for me personally, I don't think if I was responsible for advising Lee Wood, one that I would potentially have pushed him towards, but the, the the heart and determination and the sort of desire to be the best fighter in the weight will probably you know pay dividends when he actually gets in the ring that confidence that sort of running towards the fire rather than running away from it like a lot of fighters end up trying to avoid fights for so long they get backed into a corner whether it's fight or lose a title or something and then when they get in there they're already half beat because they knew deep down they didn't want it you know he's as, as Eddie was saying he's the the underdog in his hometown as the champion of, an, of a voluntary defence. I don't know when that last happened. And it's not like Lara is the Canelo of the weight or, or like an absolute superstar compared. Um, it's just a bigger fight and he went for the biggest fight possible. And I can respect that. Like, that's a fighter that anyone can and everyone should get behind. Well, like I said, it's quite early here in Nottingham. So by 10 o'clock, this, this place should be absolutely rocking. So... Uh, we shall see what happens in regards to that. Yeah, so by the final question of this interview, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah, I see where you're going. Let's talk about you anyway. What is going on with you, Sammy? Yeah, we're working on a few things behind the scenes. I want something big. I don't really want to keep defending against as good of a voluntary and then my mandatories over and over again. Like, I'd... I've, I've done that, I've shown what that does for me. There's big fights out there. It's about getting them over the line. You know, I'm here today in enemy waters, so to speak, trying to infiltrate and, and get where Are I'm you, at. though? Eh, 
depends. Depends who I fight next. Um, but in all seriousness, there's there's fights on these sides of the water that I really want. They're willing to work with me. I'm willing to work with them. So it's conversations that have been going on. It's conversations that we've been trying to make, but not just for now. Like you know, the last six months we've been trying to get Martinez over the line and struggle to. Um, there is some other options outside of there. There's you know Bam. Uh, Rodriguez. Bam Rodriguez, who's probably the, the biggest fight, even though maybe it's not person like as personally marketable as the Martinez would be because of the history that's there. But then even like in the meantime, maybe a Christopher Rosales again, he's they've got options on him since he beat my suit was meant to be my next mandatory Velasquez. Um maybe he's an option, but I don't really want to stay at flyweight no much longer. I'm the number one. I'm the guy. If no one's ready to see me, I'll, I'll, I'll move on to the next challenge. Like right now, by all, any way you can look, I'm the number one in the division. I probably should have the ring magazine title already, seen as I beat the last long-standing number one in Maruti. Then a few fights later, I'm now the number one. Well, Martinez, I never beat a number one to become a number one. Well, I've beat a number one, then had to fight more champions and more challenges to then become the one. I should be the, the Ring Magazine champion in my eyes. And I think Alvarado is a harder fight for me than Martinez is, even. So I feel like I've already proved it. And if these fights don't come in the next 12 months, or less than that now, we're down to about 11 months, they won't be there for me. I, I will go, less, probably less than that. If I don't get a big fight for my next one, I'll be looking at super flyweight, even bantamweight. Like, it's not... I'm not just sitting here holding on to my one world title thinking, you know, without this I'm nothing. That's just the first step, the IBF title. If they let me get the fights, there's going to be WBCs, WBOs, WBAs, the ring at flyweight. And then it's up for the next challenge after that. If they don't give me the opportunity, I'm just going to tell everyone again for the seventh year consecutive that I'm probably the one of the most avoided fighter in Britain. And we're going to keep it moving. I don't need to stall or delay or wait on anyone. Like, we're good over here. I get paid nice. I fight regularly. I, it doesn't matter to me if these fights don't happen, but I want them to, to, to really make my legacy. They're the fights out there that people want to see, so I want them. It seems for the last, what, 18 months or so, two years maybe, that every interview you've done, the question of Martinez, etc., and, you know, you've been in clips with Eddie Hearn, who showed us his delight, um, but it hasn't happened. So when you kind of come down to the bare bones of it whose fault is that Martinez and their team I don't know if it was just wanting to make the fight a bit bigger for the money that they thought needed to get paid to them you know we're hearing mad figures of seven figures that they're asking for so if that's really what they think maybe I'm their retirement purse who knows maybe they don't think that Martinez has got that many more fights after what I do to him because I think they all know they're up against it that's why it's been so hard He's fought everyone else, all these other killers. Why does he want his biggest purse to fight me when he's already fought Roman Gonzalez? It doesn't make sense to me. So it's nothing to do with me. Eddie knows that. Eddie knows how I'm probably... Bear in mind, he's never put a contract in front of me. I've agreed to fight quicker than probably anyone, on, anyone he's got on his roster. Unfortunately, it took 24, 24 hours and literally one line of conversation each side and a fight was made on my side to travel across the world to the altitude, Mexico City, to fight on the 22nd of October. And it never happened. And not because I weren't ready. I thought I had to fight two weeks later, three weeks later against a much smaller stakes, a lot smaller event and against probably a harder fighter, in my opinion. I'm sorry, I think 38 uh, wins, 33 knockouts, beaten world champions, only lost for world titles and had a very, last year, eight-year eight unbeaten streak. 
and like I said, 30 knockouts in I think the first four rounds or three rounds or something. I do think that's a much harder fight than Martinez and I got less of everything for it. So I want Martinez, but I'm not getting held at ransom. If they don't want the fight, they don't want the fight. And then if Bam doesn't want the fight as well, all that's ever going to get left as like the, the afterthought of these fighters' as careers is that it was avoiding me. And I'm not a big puncher. I'm not the scariest, but they know when they get in the ring of me, they're going to look average, below average usually. You're the most awkward though. I'm the most awkward fighter you can get in the ring because what I'm doing is literally taking what they're giving to me, spinning it around and hitting it back to them. Whatever input they're putting in, it's going through the machine and coming back as me winning the fight. It doesn't matter. I'm not going in there with any sort of set plan apart from to react to everything they're doing. And I think the fighters are onto it. Now you look at Eddie Hearn putting a poll out on who at the end of the year do you think is going to be the number one flyweight. You've got Bam Rodriguez, you've got Martinez in there, you've got Galau Yaffa and me. On Eddie Hearns, when he promotes the rest of the three fighters, I've got over 50% of the votes and everyone else is chopping up 10s and 12s. Like, the general consensus right now is that I'm the man. So until someone comes to beat me, they will never be the number one at the flyweight. Yeah, you might have done good at super flyweight, but you haven't fought me here. You haven't, and no one's got close to beating me. You jumped in against Israel Gonzalez, Bam Rodriguez, and because he moved his back feet, you struggled for round after round after round. People going, actually, he's not as good as we thought he was. Martinez had Samuel Kimono in 8-0, moved his feet. Again, nowhere near to what I can do. Everyone's going, oh, he's rubbish. There's no chance he's beating Sonny now. And that's just someone that's slightly better at moving back. I am probably the most elite, back-footed, backwards-minded fighter that there, there is in boxing today. That's why I can box with my hands down, walking around, doing what I want to do. And for 12 rounds, it seems easy. Against No matter who it is, the, the world number one, the... the, the, the weight below world champion coming up a weight to fight you yet yeah, he's even bigger than you already like doesn't matter who it is it's always looked the same Bam Rodriguez Martinez are really the only two fights I want this year I want to go May and I want to go end of the year ideally two fights but two big fights unification unification hopefully unification undisputed if it can be made that way but Martinez really the first but like I said it's, it's almost boring like it gets to the point where I'm saying the same shit over and over again. And we're just stuck at that place until he's ready to turn around. Unfortunately, with boxing, my biggest gripe, if, if you ask me what I would change about the sport, is that you can't force fighters into the ring of you. And as a world champion, you can't earn yourself into a mandatory spot anywhere else. So as a world champion, if none of the other fighters want to fight you for a world title, there is nothing you can do about it. If you can't make it over the negotiation table during their voluntary, there's nothing you can do about it. The board won't order it. So I'm sort of stuck between a rock and a hard place in the Who Needs Me club, as well as being the highest paid fight in the division. It blows my mind. That's how much my opposition must rate me to need to all of that things to, to even think about fighting. We haven't even got really far enough into discussions to like really get there for most of these fighters because the answer is no from their management and their trainers before the end of my name gets. As soon as they hear Sonny, it's no straight away. They don't, they don't even hear that Edwards come out. I swear to God. It's, it's, it's ridiculous, I think. Would you say at this point in your career, which it shouldn't be because obviously you're world champion, etc., etc., but would you say this is the most frustrating part of kind of your career to date? Not kind of knowing you should be lined up for fight for fight with the best of the best, but it's not the case at the moment. Do you know what I think it is, though? Like, I've had practice 
because at British level, I couldn't get no one to fight me for that. When I was British champion, 18 months went by, not one other fighter in the divisions accepted a voluntary offer that was accept, uh, offered to the whole division. And not one fighter in my division put in to fight me. Not, they didn't request with the board, eliminate our fight of me. So I was 18 months, 18 circles in a row, no challenge for the British title. So I'm used to this. I've always had to go the long way around and, and do more. But unfortunately now for the powers that be, Without any handouts, without any sort of gifted fights or over-promotion or, you know, being brought around famous people to sort of help build up the profile and really get the sort of luxury promotion push that some prospects get. Without that, I've managed to put myself into the top of the sport and somehow elbowed my way into having some sort of voice, some sort of when people fight, when I fight, it could be any platform, I proved it. The numbers I was getting on Eurosport, free sport, is as good as some people are getting on the main platform channels. And I know that because I've seen the viewers. So I'm not struggling, even Fight TV, I felt like I had the biggest fight of my career, but it was in my own, my own arena, and, and it was my, you know, we made it, we built, we put it together by the end of it, like where, where everything was going to be. So like, I'm in a very good place. Like I said, I've shown to the promoters my worth, and, and they know that, so it's not like I'm struggling for it no more, like I was at one point. Well, look, Eddie, Eddie. Real quickly. Yeah, quickly. Take it off. Yeah, we're good. We're on the same team today. Help him. Help him. <laughs> it's not down to me to help him, is it? What? We're helping. Oh, I'm just. We keep asking about. Eddie, Eddie, Eddie knows that it's not him or me that the fights hasn't happened. It's the actual fighters, and we don't need to point at direct ones. But he knows I'm not lying. That's why I don't need to look at him. Because I am ready to make a fight with the top to list of world-class fighters you've got at my weight, the weight above. So it, Bam Rodriguez. Yeah. Bam Rodriguez. Martinez. I think the Jesse Rodriguez is the fight that will happen sooner rather than later. But it's, listen, it's up to his, he's got his own team. Mm -hmm. Let him do their job. You talk a lot as well, mate. Good job, mate. I didn't talk, you'd be fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't talk, I'd be fucked. There's a little bit of truth in that. Yeah, but 100%. yeah, go on. But yeah, so like, like Eddie said, and, and he knows I weren't lying, I am so easy to make a fight with because I don't even want the most money in the world. Like, I don't. I want a competitive rate that I know I'm not getting bumped and I'm not losing the fight at the negotiation table because unfortunately for me, to my, you know, downfall, I guess, the opportunity means just as much as getting every single pound out of the fight. Hence why I can confidently say that against Eddie right there because he knows that I'll fight Bam Rodriguez. He knows that I'll fight Martinez. And again, look, we was getting we was getting mentioned and pushing towards and trying to get the Martinez over the line. He just maybe give me a tip off there that the Martinez is not happening. Maybe Bam Rodriguez, because Bam Rodriguez gets to fight. And then he probably want to fight me because he won't want everyone else going, well, hold on. You're not going to add to the love another list of fighters that are avoiding Sonny. Are you going to do that as well? Because if he does that now, after Martinez, all the fighters on the way up, how hard it's been, then, then all that does is build up my whole mystique of being an avoided fighter. So I don't know if they would allow that to happen and I don't think they would let me capitalise and really promote the life out of that. Because could you imagine now, right now, if for the next year, campaign, I couldn't get Martinez or Bam Rodriguez in the ring. No wonder why Eddie ran off. Do you know what I mean? Imagine. No, no, no. But what, what fight? If if you was Eddie, what fight, fight, fighter would you rather represent? The one that's out here looking at the camera, wanting all these fights, or the ones that disappear, get their teams to think, or put up lies in in, in interviews? Like, what, what would you rather the, the, as a promoter? Sonny, the reason I even said to him, like, help him. It's not a case of. I'm not saying you need help. I'm saying that 
there are the most two significant fights that he could have input in to do with your career. That was more of the kind of statement to Eddie. No, but I know he wants to make the events. Like, yeah. Edwards versus Martinez, Edwards versus Rodriguez, sweet put, however you want it. On the schedule, bear in mind it's a flyweight fight, right now the schedule he's talking about would be one of the best fights. Might not be the best, it might not be the biggest name, but, but top three for most people, if they're linking up his schedule, that fight's probably on there, either of them. Because one, his crowd and his supporters and his network might not have ever really been exposed to my fights. They probably heard of me, probably see my brother. They probably saw the Martinez back, so they probably seen Martinez before that. They probably then see uh, Rodriguez get crowned. So they've all seen it, the interest is there from everyone except the fighters. So that's where we're at. So until you ask a fighter, why have you not fought and put it in their hand? We're never going to know. We're never going to know. Okay. Well, look, second fight of the night, she's about to start. So, Sally Edwards, thank you very much for your time. Have you got anything else you want to add? No, nah, man, just shout out to all, all my supporters, to my sponsors, to my team, in front of the scene, behind the scenes. It's been a long road. I think, what, I'm 27 now. I've been pro for about seven years. And it's been a good seven years, you know what I mean? So here's to another seven, and maybe another seven more. You know what I mean? So, yeah, it's good, What have you man. done to your hair? Is that what we're doing on camera? No, what have you done to it? You've... I've shortened it. I've got it, you know what I mean? Shortened it, that's it. That's it? Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it? That's right. it. I went turkey, and now my hairline's coming back. Right. Like, you're going gonna to see it start growing here. Because I've got dots all in my head. Like, if you look really, really close... Just look different, that's all. So what have you really done to it? If you look really close, I've had a thousand needles stuck into my head and microfiber pieces of you hair. You definitely haven't. Can you not see them? I'm going to no. have a hairline down here soon. Below my uh, eyebrows. Sally Edwards, thank you very much for talking to IFL TV. Uh, good luck with the rest of the night. And, uh, yeah, hope you get the fights you need. Sports Social Podcast Network. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Coriant. Coriant provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Coriant has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Coriant has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Coriant has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Coriant's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, Information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C O R I E N T.com. Corient.com.